At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The numbers told the story. They always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Hour number two of a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all proudly brought to you by BetMGM. It's Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin in the house as well. Speaking of uh, MGM, Kelly, you see these pictures? They are building a grandstand over the Bellagio Fountains for the F1 Las Vegas Grand Prix next year, a year <laughs> from now. These pictures are beautiful. They're going to have the Bellagio Fountains behind the grandstand. Tickets will cost you nearly $3,000. That's silly. That is silly. It's supposed to be one of the most expensive sporting events, apparently, that's ever going to be put on. But we know McHale, who does our F1 podcast, so we should be able to get it for free, right? Well, McHale, obviously, I Mc, would think. Mc, They'll be credentialed. McHale, who they is an uh, Englishman born in Texas and raised in Dubai by Indian parents, I believe. <laughs> I, I like I think, that we were discussing that during the break. I couldn't remember. Englishman born... I, I, yeah, those yeah. four things. <laughs> some combination. Some there. combination. I hope I hit the flush. The, on those. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, the uh, you know what's crazy is if you drive by, they're already building up part of it. Oh, like, I know on Koval. Yeah, there. off of Koval there, yeah. right next to the strip. Yeah. Um, you know, a street that runs parallel with the strip. A for, year for away. A year away. Yeah. I can't believe how much land they're taking up right there. Oh, because that's where that club used to be—that standalone club ice. Yeah, stand a little bit. They got rid of that building, and now they're doing whatever. For and there's F1. like kind of parking lots back there or whatever that yeah. they cleared out. Like I just, it's a lot of space. They're already taken up, and then yes, yeah, some of that track will go onto the strip. I'm, I want, I want to check it out. Oh, for sure. But for three thousand dollars, that's that's good. We know Mikhail. <laughs> good thing we know Mikhail. Good thing we know him. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, he is a VEASAN contributor. You can follow him on Twitter at not the Will Hill. That's with two E's on the V. It's William Hilliam. Will Hill, how you doing, Will? Gil, what's going on? Sorry I'm a little late. I was watching the end of that Rookie of the Year show on MLB <laughs> Network that just got over with. So uh, it was good. 18 hours of coverage to, to find out two, uh, two award winners. It was really good. Do you think Greg Amsinger, who's the, who does a fine job as a host of the MLB Network, while he is projecting outwardly about what a wonderful program this is, do you think in his head his internal dialogue is like, this is absolutely ridiculous? Do you think so? 
He has to. Has I mean, he to. has to. There, I tur- I flipped it on just to see what we all wanted to see, which was the only drama really in these awards. Who's going to win the NL Rookie of the Year award? Yeah. And I think it was like seven thirteen Eastern. I saw Julio had been given the award, so I was like, I figure Harris is close. I turn it on. They're breaking down Brandon Donovan's swing to left field, how he hits <laughs> sliders. They're interviewing him. I mean, who cares? Just tell us the awards. You, we, the we, season was over eight weeks ago. My goodness. We were we were literally saying to each other. What do you think the number of human beings oh, watching yeah. this who are who do not hold tickets, who do not hold betting tickets, how many human beings are watching this? Yeah, and and you can't count like at a restaurant or a bar, just MLB Network happens to be on, or somebody right. left the TV on <laughs> That's by right. accident. It, it's definitely it's got to be single digits. Single. <laughs> Single digits, not triple digits, not double digits, single digits. That was the thing I was the most shocked of the whole uh, weekend or whatever it was when you came in here the next morning and told me it lasted two hours. I was uh, like, for two An awards? hour for J-Rod, which believe me, we needed an hour for that. And then an hour for Michael Harris. By the way, Giancarlo Stanton, for those who missed it, presenting the American League MVP. I wonder who's winning that. Um, let's talk about NFL Coach of the Year because you wanted to chime in. What did What did you want to say about it? Yeah, I think if Sirianni, I, I think three losses is the magic number. There's so many good stories where if he's 15 and two, 16 and one, he's going to win it. But if he gets to 14 and three, I think there's so many great stories with the Jets, the Giants, the Seahawks. I guess you got to throw the Vikings and the Dolphins in there at 14 and three. I think it's sort of wide open for what's the best story. And I kind of disagree with Kelly. I think if the Giants get to 11 wins, even if they don't win the division, man, an 11 win giant team, Dable's going to be live. Obviously, Pete Carroll, if he wins the division, he's going to be live. Salah has a chance to get in the division for the Jets. He's going to be live. Remember, those are big markets in New York. So I think it's fascinating. I'm not sure. I, I did bet O'Connell before the season. I bet Dable, I think, in week one or week two. Um, I, I don't know about O'Connell because the perception of the Vikings was this is a really talented team. They've just gotten unlucky and bad losses. They've underachieved. So I don't know if O'Connell's going to get the love from the voters. Now, if he goes 14-3, and three, he's obviously going to have a great shot. But... I'm not sure that the Vikings are this shocking story, which usually it's it's the best story more than anything. Yeah. So it's a fascinating race. It's a I, really good race. I agree with what you're saying, that the three is probably the mark where it becomes a free-for-all. Like if you if you go 15-2 and two or better, it's yours. But if, if that applies to both Sirianni and O'Connell. But if, if, you, if you start to lose three games, then it's really a free-for-all. And that was my point. Expectations cannot be forgotten. We can't go a season and be like, oh, yeah, look, they did well, and forget that we all thought these teams were going to suck when talking about the Giants and the Seahawks. Like, we were literally talking about the Seahawks as the worst possible team in the NFL. Remember those conversations? Like, who's going to be the worst? The Bears, the Seahawks? Like, we couldn't figure it out. That was part of that conversation. Ten weeks later, we can't just magically forget that that was the expectation. <clears throat> and by the way, yeah, I, we yeah. laughed at Pete Carroll, right? Oh, he's drafting a running back with the second round. I'm still establishing the run. We don't need Jimmy G. We're going with Geno and Drew Locke, you know? And so, yeah, that deserves a nod. The one thing for Dable, which gives him an advantage, we talk about the Seahawks, we talk about Geno Smith. When you talk about the Vikings, it's Jefferson. The star of the Giants, in a way, is Dable. That's the first thing everyone says when you talk about the Giants. Oh, Dable's done a great job. He's almost sort of the star of the show. You know, he's a new coach, first year, offensive-oriented. So uh, I think there will be some love in the market for them. They do have a tough schedule. They get the Lions this week. They do have Washington twice. They get the Colts at home. But at the Cowboys Thanksgiving, twice with the Eagles, but – one of those is week 18. The Eagles might need the might not need the game. So yeah. really a fascinating race. I don't think they're getting there, but we're just talking hypothetically. And then one more thing about it. I just want to point this again. Because some people are like, oh, he was going to start Drew Locke. No, he wasn't. Stop stop lying about that. He was going to start Geno Smith. Geno Smith was number one. Drew Locke happened to get COVID when it was his turn to just do the alternate thing in the preseason. But Geno was always the number one at that point. People are doing a little revisionist history on that as well, I've noticed. Uh, I teased this segment by saying... Uh, there's someone on the Nets you think should be traded, and it might not be the guy that comes to mind immediately. Who is that? I was adamant all summer Kevin Durant was not going anywhere. I would change my two now. I would say this time next year Durant will not be on the Nets. He's 34. They're not a contender. It's not working. Simmons is a mess. Everything with Kyrie. It's just sort of over. So if I'm Durant, I want out. Look, I just asked out three months ago, 4th of July weekend. If I'm the Nets, he's my only ticket to a rebuild. I gave up all my picks for Harden. I have nothing to build around. I think they both sort of look around and say, you know what? It's time for both of us to move on. The the elephant in the room, the big ticket out there, the Pelicans have the Lakers pick, which could very realistically mm-hmm. be the Webb and Yama pick. 
If you're the Nets, is that enough? Plus other picks, plus some young players. If you're the Pelicans, do you give up well, that little lottery ticket? That's where I was going with that. By the way, the Nets lost by 32 to the Kings last night. The Kings dropped it was 100, 153 on them. 153. Um, I, that's what I would come back with, Will. Would the Pelicans, who were an obvious choice for him to be traded to this offseason, were like, oh, they could put a package, they could include Brandon, you know, I don't know, if if they wanted to include Brandon Ingram, I think they would have had to, Ingram would have been there. But now if you're the Pelicans, do you really say to yourself, a 34-year-old Durant, as great as he is, like, do we really want to break up this thing and make it more of a short-term arc? I don't know if you do. I have more of an appetite if I'm the Pelicans to do it now than before the season because Golden State looks a little wobbly. The Clippers can never get their team on the court. Denver's good, but they're not unbeatable. The West is sort of wide open. Yeah. And really, the league is sort of wide open in general. There's not that dominant team that we've had in past years where if I'm the Pelicans, I say, oh, I know he's 34, but he's still Kevin Durant. I put him around McCollum, Zion, whatever else I don't have to give up. I could literally be in the conference finals, the finals, if I get Durant. It's interesting. Would you give up that possibly Webb and Yama Lakers pick? And can you ever imagine if Twitter, like Twitter will blow up if the Lakers pick goes to Webb and Yama? They should never give up that number one pick. And also, I push back on the whole thing. Oh, the Pelicans looks wobbly in the West. I think a lot of these teams are just laying in the weeds, too. Like I just think a lot of these teams are just chilling. Um, I, I mean, I think it's I think I think it's fair to say both those, but yeah. I think the Pelicans are a very legit team this year. They are legit. I, 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 that is a very good team. I, I don't think I break it up um, for KD at this age. I don't think I I think I think it's the way you looked at it, Gilbert. I don't think you don't talk about it breaking up for KD. You don't break it up for the chance at Webb and Yama. I, I think that I that's where I lean a little bit that right. way. I understand why why you're bringing it up, Will. The one the one team that I've been thinking about it more with recently has been the Raptors. It, you know, the Raptors yeah. all offseason, it was the decision of whether they would include Scotty Barnes in a trade for him. If I'm them, I love so many pieces on this Raptors team. If you could if you could add a Durant, and I would be willing to flip Scotty Barnes for him at this, this point. You add a Durant to that roster, you're all of a sudden talking about the Raptors. I mean, they're the best team in the East. Will before and I think we... Durant, yeah, I was just going to say, if you put Durant in a situation where he doesn't have to do all the heavy lifting, like he's on a one-man team there, if you just put him somewhere where he can blend in, I think he'll be revitalized. Remember, wasn't that long ago, that post-bubble season where he scored 55 against Milwaukee? Like, I know he's 34, but that guy's going to be able to shoot it forever. He's going to be 7-1 forever. Uh, I'd still be very interested. Will, you got 60 seconds. Just dump all of your picks on us, whatever the sport. What do you got? Took the Broncos. I don't really trust the Raiders to bounce back in bad environment. You know, an altitude, everything they're going through. That's a really good Broncos defense. Me too. So I laid the points there. Um, kind of drawing a blank of what else. I did take Minnesota just on principle. I think the wrong team is favored. Me too. And I like Green Bay tomorrow. I, I'm not crazy about laying three, but uh, I just think they've been a little bit underrated here where they're not a terrible team. This is more of like an average team. The ball hasn't really bounced their way. So I do like the Packers tomorrow, the Vikings, the Broncos. UConn in college football, UConn continues to cash. They're one of the great stories. I think two and a half wins was their season win total. Shaded to the under, and they're winning all these games, and they're winning as uh, as big underdogs. There's your coach of the year, Jim Moore. There's your coach of yeah, the year and everything. Just blanket sure. coach of the year. Uh, and nothing in the NBA tonight? Nothing at all? Nothing in the NBA tonight. Okay. No college football yet? Just UConn. Just, Just UConn, UConn is plus okay. 10 against Army. Just that one. All right. So... Again, in the end, in the NFL, Denver and the Vikings, which were the two that I loved at guessing lines as well. And then tomorrow night, you are taking the Packers against the Titans. Packers tomorrow, absolutely. Okay. Nah, I haven't touched that one yet. That feels very in-gamey to me. UConn catching 10, by the way, against Army on Saturday. All right, man. Appreciate it as always. And we'll see if there is any drama in the NBA. Certainly. Yo, appreciate it. Got to get my plug in twitch.tv slash Network tonight at 6.30, then Sunday morning, 11 a.m. Eastern. Thanks, man. There you go. Will Hill, everybody. And not the Will Hill on the old Twitter machine. We got a bunch of other awards to talk about, including Defensive Rookie of the Year. Um, let's talk about that next. Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4. 
Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. The World Cup countdown is on, and now's the time to get your copy of our World Cup betting guide. We have in depth analysis from Nigel Seely on all eight groups. Beeson's team of experts provide their picks and predictions for every group and the Golden Boot Award. And if you're new to betting World Cup soccer, don't worry. Josh Applebaum will break down everything you need to know. The only way to get the guide, though, is to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Sign up now for just $99. Get VEASAN Pro access for everything we do all the way through the Super Bowl. Sign up today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. And if you want more World Cup betting insight, check out our World Cup betting preview show on YouTube. Just subscribe to VEASAN Live on YouTube. And oh, by the way... Paul Carr joining us in about 15 minutes to talk World Cup. Is that fever broken yet on your World Cup fever? Still there? Still there. Crescendoing? Still there. Now, now my mind's just racing with all these different uh, Durant scenarios and the, <laughs> I think the, co- the coach of the year and M- MVP t- conversations we've had today have been fascinating. The, uh, we get tweets, by the way, at beating the book. This we is, do? Yeah, we do. I don't know if you know that. This is, uh, this is from uh, Angriest Guy in New Jersey. Just went to a civil authority monthly test. What's the matter with these people? Don't they know I'm getting my gills on? <laughs> okay. What's a civil... What's a, he's having a morning. I got like eight of them from him. This is the thing about him. He tweets at us separately. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we, he has two channels going at the same time. Uh, Jeff Kuykendall, your best pro tip to date was don't lie to the DOJ. I think he's right about that. That was from yesterday. I, we, we've been on fire all week, okay? Just bet the Vikings. Don't lie to the DOJ. And Jake Hahn, who was on the show yesterday, uh, after a 5-0 and last week, he was 0-4 on the totals inside yesterday, but they corrected his props now. So he was 2-0 and on the props. He said, took them long enough to make the correction, was waiting for that. The SOG props were fire last night, he said. Yes, they were. <laughs> Apparently they were after the stack correction. Nice job, Jake, on those. Um, okay. People lighten up on Twitter, too. Yeah. Can, can I oh, just, like... Can, I mean, can we just for a minute... Some people are just animals on there. It is amazing how empty some people are. That they live... Like, if he had a bad... Forget that he had a 5-0. and oh, We didn't hear from them then, right? Good. Oh, yeah. He had, a bad, anything, he had a bad night. And then it's like, there's two or three people that just gotta say something. And you're just like, okay. I hope, I hope that made your night. That you took time to go after Jake. Good for you. There was one that was like, oh, God. you went 5-0 and last week and 1-5 and or whatever it was looking like last yeah. night. He's like, guess we're never going to hear from you on the show again. I'm like, wait, yeah. how does that yeah. math work out? Is he's doing that- our show now. You don't know he's doing scheduling now. <laughs> you know uh, okay, so there is one award that, that's pretty interesting here, which is Defensive Rookie of the Year, where Ahmad Sauce Gardner of the Jets, who was idle last week, is your favorite. And by the way, growing uh, even longer is a favorite. Minus 165 now. Tariq Woolen of the uh, Seattle Seahawks is at plus 250, having him a year, too. By the way, we were looking down further on this list. <laughs> and, uh, full disclosure, we got to Jack Jones. And Kelly, what, what did you say? Wait, who the hell is Jack Jones? <laughs> I think I have an album of his. Uh, no, he, I, I mentioned him a couple times on Guessing Lines this year. He plays for the Patriots. 
Jaquan Brisker is with the Bears. Devin Lloyd further down the list with the Jaguars because he's got a bunch of tackles. But really, it's about Gardner and Woolen at the top. And it should be, by the way. But And here are the, here are the cases for both of them. Again, Gardner minus 165, Woolen plus 250. So in the case of Woolen, and I, uh, I was not prepared for this. Yes, Seahawk Nerd tweeted this earlier. Tariq Woolen, four picks, two fumble recoveries, one touchdown scored. 54.2 passer rating allowed. All, he's, he's up to five picks. Up to five picks. Yeah. So all of these better, yes, up to five picks, pardon me. All of these better than Sauce Gardner, who has but two picks, zero fumble recoveries, zero touchdowns scored, and a 69.1 passer rating allowed as opposed to the 54.2. Um, okay, that's the case for Tariq Woolen. But the reason that Sauce is minus 165, Sports Illustrated did a nice little piece on this. Leads the NFL with ninety with a 90.4 pro football focus coverage grade. First of all, if you like the analytics site, pro football focus, he leads the NFL 90.4. Uh, NFL leader in pass breakups with 13. The only Jets rookie to have 10-plus pass breakups and two picks in their first nine games surpassing Darrell Revis. Those first two were NFL leading, not NFL rookie leading? NFL leading. Yeah, that is damn impressive. Both in his coverage grade and pass breakups. Only Jets rookie to have 10-plus pass breakups and two picks in the first nine games, surpassing the great Darrell Revis. We remember how we mm-hmm. held him in high esteem. But now here's the, here is the slam dunk hammer to this and why he's the favorite. Okay. Here are the receivers that Ahmad Sauce Gardner has covered this season. Amari Cooper, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Deontay Johnson, George Pickens, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, Stephon Diggs, and Gabe Davis. Do you know how many total catches he's allowed in man coverage to that group? How many, Kill? Four for 28 yards. That is why he is your favorite. Come I, on. I asked that question. not Clearly, obviously not having seen the tweet before, but yeah. <laughs> oh, you saw it already? I saw someone oh, tweet that already. the other day. Yeah. <laughs> it was a Sports Illustrated. I mean, that's just, by the way. It's incredible. Completion percentage against over expectation, minus 10.1% per NFL next-gen stats. I mean, we could keep going, but that to me is the most clear for everybody. Listen, that group of receivers is about as good as it gets. Yes, there was no Justin Jefferson. I get it. But the rest were in there. And he's given up four catches for 28 yards. Now, he has, remember, like, he's getting a lot of, he's getting a lot of, you know, throw, you know, calls that could go either way, go his way. Mm -hmm. Like, we talked about that Gabe Davis one a couple weeks ago where, like, uh, that wasn't interference. Last play of the game, and he didn't get a flag. Right, yeah. So he's getting that, but he's getting that, so... I think it's interesting. I mean, you just did a great job of breaking down both of those, and that's where this is a great example. Are voters going to dive hard into the analytics and look at stuff like 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 you just listed of wide receivers that they play matched up against, or are you going to be lazy and just go to counting stats? Well, let's hope they're not lazy. Let's yeah, I mean, let's hope. I mean, but I, I mean, for me, Gil, it's it's kind of unbettable right now because of that. Right? I mean, it's very easy for me to pull up. NFL player defensive stats, and I see second from uh, the top and only behind C.J. Gardner-Johnson is Tariq Woolen with five interceptions in the league. A lot of football to be played. A lot of football to be played. Let's go to MVP. Th- those are incredible. I didn't know yeah. about so- some of the uh, man coverage grades and stuff on oh, Sauce. Like, that is that's NFL, that's incredible. Not rookies. That's NFL. MVP, we talked about a little earlier. Patrick Mahomes plus 125. Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts along with Tua. All five to one, and Lamar's twelve to one. So you would bet Lamar here if you had to make one. I might add him. I might. I might shop around tonight. Actually, if I if I can find a number longer than that, I think I'm gonna add him. Tua, we th- we were worried he would never play football again. Mm-hmm. He's the MVP. He could be the MVP and the comeback player of the year within the same season. They won't do that, but you know what I mean. That was the other one I wanted to bring up uh, with, you know, you and Will talking about a little bit the coach of the year and MVP, or, or sorry, co- uh, coach of the year. That With that market, does comeback player of the year somehow impact that? You know what I mean? Like trying to get inside the, inside the heads of these voters That's is impossible true. sometimes. There's a lot of interweaving this year. Like if Geno wins comeback, are they going to give coach of the year – you know, are they still going to want to give it? Here is comeback player of the year. We're Saquon and Geno, basically a coin flip right now. Saquon Barkley at DraftKings minus 115. Geno Smith minus 110. Derek Henry and everybody else 20 to 1 or longer. And I do think it's 
I think it's Geno's to, to lose. And, you know, someone brought up a great point. We've said this before. Geno's coming back from sucking. That's yes. our way of saying it. Saquon's coming back from an injury. But when you think about it, isn't Geno the story, right? He's the better story. He's the better story in the most more important position. Mm-hmm. By the way, there's, the there's prob- Jason Weingarten's guy, Nick Gates, at 35-1, to 1, who's had the multiple surgeries, offensive lineman. Oh, he's moving up, he's moving he's up moving the board. Up. Did, we, did we do that? Uh, oh, he's moving up the board, that's for sure. The, I think the only problem with the Geno-Saquon thing, yeah, you're right. Geno's the better story. To me, he's Saquon, a better story. Saquon's having a great year. He plays a better, plays a more important position. Yeah, right. And and yes, like the Giants on a team doing things that they weren't expected to do. Right, but how, it only takes a certain amount of voters to think, well, this award isn't named correctly, and it should always go to an injured player. Well, that's the problem with this award too, right? Like Geno's most improved. He's not the comeback. Yes, but they'll probably end up giving him comeback. I I wouldn't. I don't know what to say. Let's go. That, to, let's, that, that's where I just I get scared of offering my even my yeah, advice on right. what which I think is the better bet right now. No, sometimes you just better not give any because yeah. we don't know. We have no clue as, as how betters will assess that. Uh, how about uh, offensive player of the year? Justin Jefferson is now your short shot at plus two twenty five. Tyreek, who was the uh, the favorite, plus three fifty. And then there's Jalen Hurts at six to one, which I guess is well. If we don't give Jalen Hurts MVP, then we got to consider him for this. Yes, that's exactly what that is. But Tyreek this year. Um, I mean, Tyreek still leads, leads Justin Jefferson in catches and yardage. Tyreek has 81 catches for 1,148 yards. I love Justin Jefferson. I'm Captain Viking. Everybody knows that. I think there's a little value on Tyreek Hill. Here. I do, too. Because, and, and this is also where we say when Devontae Adams went from Green Bay to, to Las Vegas, and when Tyreek Hill went from Kansas City to the Dolphins, I talked about how analytics people will tell you it usually it usually hurts the team they leave more than it benefits the team they go to. In the case of Devontae, yes, but Tyreek Hill has completely bucked that theory. Isn't it, isn't it amazing how big of an impact he's made in Miami and how the, at the same time the Chiefs are seemingly yes. fine without him? It's it a great incredible. point. It's a great point. We'll come back. World Cup preview. Everything you need to know from a betting perspective with Paul Garr. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit Visa.com to check the current betting splits data. Split bets. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes, so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits. Yet another way that VSIN is here to make you a smarter, better year round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. It is that time. We have waited long enough to talk World Cup. World Cup upon us beginning of next week. Uh, and this gentleman who has been kind enough to do Premier League with us week after week after week for years now on the show, uh, he's going to be doing the Ringer Gambling Show. Already did the Ringer Gambling Show about the World Cup and is doing uh, some writing for ESPN as well on. The world's greatest sporting event, the most watched sporting event, the World Cup from Cotter. It's Paul Carr, everybody, from the Expected Value Podcast. How you doing, Paul? Gail, it's almost Thanksgiving. It's the middle of football season. So, of course, it's time for a World Cup. <laughs> Nothing says World Cup than mid-November in Cotter. <laughs> uh, let, let's start with some, some broad strokes first. Yeah. Uh, it's happening in the middle, because it's November, of national soccer seasons. That's not normal. So what's your first thought on that as a handicap? Man, I mean, to be upfront, we're all guessing. There's never been a World Cup played outside of that May to July window. So no one really knows. My guess, I guess a couple things. One, I feel like by the end of the European season, a lot of these guys are wiped out. And even with a two- or three-week break before a World Cup, sometimes you're just exhausted and physically beat. So in some ways, maybe it helps some of those guys who, you know, they've been playing two, three months. You're kind of in midseason form. Uh, the flip side of that is when you have those two, three, even four weeks off between a club season and a world cup, you get to play with your country teammates. You get, you're just around them. You learn their styles. These guys are playing in the premier league and all over Europe on Sunday. And some of them are going to start a World Cup on Sunday. So, so there's yeah. less of that. 
maybe that means it's a little bit choppier, sloppier early on, but we're all just guessing because we've never seen anything quite like this. All right, and generally speaking, you're looking for for long shots in, in group stages or long shots in the in the whole big picture of the World Cup, and I, I guess alternate markets as well are, are in play for you. Yeah, for more for the group stuff, not the specific games, but group futures types thing. Just because, uh, you know, just like the NCAA tournament, for example, you know, th- those are one game and done sort of things. And the group stage here is just three games, but soccer is obviously much, much low scoring than basketball. Hot take there. Um, so one goal just changes so much. One weird bounce can send a team through or not. Or, you know, Senegal got knocked out on yellow cards four years ago uh, because they had fewer yellow or they had more yellow cards than Japan. So just there's so much variance Jeez. in soccer and these small sample sizes that, yeah, something that looks, you know, plus 300, plus 400 for a team to get out of the group is, <laughs> I mean, it's almost. It's hard to not justify something like that if you want to. Kelly, get ready to lose a bet on yellow cards. Oh, my God. We'll lose my mind. <laughs> I'd get a yellow card myself somehow. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, you'd get red carded for that, Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. So, and there's also, like, there's also quirks. Once we get to like the third game of the group stage, we have to keep in mm-hmm. mind the incentives of each team. Do they need a draw? Do they have to win? Um, that kind of thing. So there's also that to keep in mind preflop. There's also going to be in games, quirky in game opportunities at that point as well. So there's all kinds of ways to play. So you, you like some alternate markets as well. You were, you were saying, well, just if you're looking at group bets, there's obviously the, the, to win the group and to advance from the group. Those are your two straightforward ones, but in general, and I'll touch on a couple of these, keep in mind things like exactly where a team could finish in a group, you know, first through fourth, uh, you can do top two teams to advance. You can do the exacta and put, you know, first and second, or you can just do, you know, these are the two that go through. So just keep in mind those different ways to play because there's groups like, I mean, we're going to talk about it, but group C is Argentina and Mexico that I think will go through. Argentina is a lock to advance or as close to a lock as you can be. If you think Mexico is the other team to get through, you could play those teams to advance those two, either in any order or one, two, and get a little bit better price than you would just on Mexico. So just keep little things like that in mind as you try to work your mind around these different groups. Yeah, and specifically here in Nevada, it'll be very interesting to see in Nevada what is available that is mm-hmm. not available elsewhere because this is, again, the world's biggest sporting event and the world's biggest betting sporting event as yeah. well. Kelly's got a little smile on his face. You, are you searching for that just now? No, I'm, I'm, are, are you implying that there's going to be more betting options out here? Oh, no, no, quite the opposite. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you misspoke a little bit. Did I? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. A bit, yeah. I apologize. What I meant was <laughs> it's going to be very interesting to see what they don't have, right? Because yes, this is the this is the grandest stage of them all, and there is no excuse. I mean, it's a lot mm-hmm. of like we talked last hour, right? Yeah. What, what Paul's bringing up here is a great point. If you've got different ideas of how you want to bet a team, make sure you check out all the options available at DraftKings and MGM and yeah. points bet and books like that. I don't think you and I are going to have as many options, Gil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm. Getting and the at. odds, you say this every time. Shop around. Shop Even around. Even more so here. I mean, I've seen odds vary, you know, from plus 300 to plus 400 on a team to advance, and they've shifted a lot in the last week or two. Uh, you know, some of these prices I have are a lot better now. Some of them are worse now. So always shop around. I think there's even more variance in these tournaments where so much is unknown because, I mean, these teams haven't played together much. It's a, Again, we've talked about all the weirdness of this specific World Cup, so the odds are going to vary a lot. Okay, so let's get to it. Let's start with the groups. We'll get to the golden boot. We'll get to the title, but let's go group by group first. Let's go to group A, and this is the Netherlands, Senegal, Ecuador, and the home nation of Qatar. Home nations generally do okay, right? Yeah, every home nation except South Africa in 2010. So 21 out of 22 have gotten through the group stage. Having said that, yes. you know, most <laughs> of the say. home nations are <laughs> hosting because they are really good at soccer. You know, Brazil, yeah. I mean, even Russia is a, you know, a middle of the pack uh, European team from four years ago. So there's a little bit of, you know, chicken or the egg type of thing. But there is, you know, just like any sport, there's some advantage, we think, to playing at home. We also don't know, you know. Are these going to be really pro Qatari crowds? It's not like Qatar has a ton of people in a storied soccer history. Mm-hmm. So who knows? But it's in Qatar, Qatar, however, you know, everyone wants to say it as Qatar. well. So things can happen. Things can happen. So what's your, do you have a bet here in this group? Netherlands, the prohibitive favorite. Yeah, they're going to go through almost certainly. They've got as much you know, kind of top-end talent as almost anybody. Uh, I really liked Senegal to win the group. I, I think I need to double check this. I think I have a bet on them to win the group from back after the draw. However, 
They don't have Sadio Mane probably for the first couple games. He's Liverpool forward, their best player, runner-up for the uh, Ballon d'Or, which goes the world's best player this year. He is probably going to miss a game or two, maybe three, with an injury. So I still like Senegal to advance, though. They have a really strong defense. They're the reigning African champions. Uh, so they're more than just a one-man team. Uh, just I think their ceiling is lower without him. So I do have them to advance at minus 125. All right, Senegal to advance, Group A, minus 125. Group B. Group B, England, the United States of America, Wales, and Iran. Oh, you already tipped us off on what you bet here a couple yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, I think I clearly I hate America. I'm betting <laughs> Iran. I have Clear, bet Iran to Clearly, advance. yes. Iran to advance at plus 400. Uh, it's probably closer to plus 300 now. I wouldn't play it much longer than that. Uh, England's the clear favorite here. I just think these lines are out of whack. You know, Wales and the U.S. are both around even money to advance. And Iran's at plus three, plus 400. I just don't see the discrepancy there. Um, I will say Iran could implode. Like they have a lot of off the field issues, like government trying to say this guy shouldn't be on the team because of things he said about the protests and stuff. So there's obviously a chance Iran could implode is probably not the best word to use, but fall apart and not do well. But I just think they have a couple really good attackers to Remy from Porto, a guy from Leverkusen and I don't think they should be that long a shot is basically it. So you're playing the numbers here if you can get that around plus 400. Excellent pivot off implode, Pauly. Well done. (laughs) Group C, Argentina, always a perennial favorite. Mexico, Poland, and Saudi Arabia. Uh, We're going exacta here for you. You like an exacta? Yeah, this is kind of what I referenced earlier. Argentina, obviously the class of the group. They're almost guaranteed to get out. And if they don't, it's one of the all-time World Cup upsets. And I like Mexico to advance. I mean, Saudi Arabia... Almost the whole team plays domestically, which is kind of a sign that you, know, you don't have guys in those top European leagues. You probably just don't have the talent. Uh, and Poland has been a perennial disappointment the last two, three tournaments, even with Robert Lewandowski. So I know Mexico's a bit of a mess, but I just think you know they've gotten through at seven straight tournaments out of the group stage. I think they do it again. And because I think that, and I don't think Mexico is going to beat Argentina, I like the exacta. Because Mexico to advance would be like minus 120-ish. But if you do the you know, Argentina first, Mexico second thing, you can get that around plus 170. Uh, you could also split the difference if you want to do Mexico and Argentina both to advance regardless of position in the like plus 125 range. All right, we got, uh, let's squeeze in. we got about 60 seconds here. Group D, France, Denmark, Australia, and Tunisia. Yeah, this will be this will be an interesting group. I mean, France is the defending champion. They are still France, have a ton of talent. They're also missing several key injured guys, Paul Pogba and Gola Kante, et cetera. And they tend to be a you know high or low type of team. When they get out of the group, they make runs to the semis. Sometimes they go out in the group stage like they did in 02 when they were defending champions. Um, so, I mean, Australia and Tunisia I don't think are very good, so I still think France gets through. But I like Denmark to win the group. I got this at plus 275. It's probably worse than or it's probably like plus 180, plus 200 now, which is a little, probably not quite what I'm looking for. Uh, but you could also look at like a Denmark, France, both teams to get through uh, one way or the other type of bet. All right. If you missed any of these, by the way, we'll put it into the uh, newsletter, vsan.com slash newsletter. All our picks on this show, every show on the network. We got to get to EFGNH, groups EFGNH after the break. We'll talk about the title itself and the golden boot. Thoughts on that, which is a little dicey as well, because you got to be careful about the wording of that mm-hmm. award, which we'll get into momentarily with Paul Carr on the World Cup. It's a numbers game at Beast in the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare Z- 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits, like free bets. It's never been easier to join the action on the new BetMGM app. Featuring a fresh redesign with improved features and quicker navigation. And if you're planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards, sports betting's premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks. When you wager with BetMGM, sign up with BetMGM or log in today to take advantage of BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We get tweets. That being the book, Bert Wittemeyer. Bert is always very kind. He says, Gil, you're 100% right. A lot of these teams are laying in the woods in the NBA, which also contributes to why you can't play these NBA games pre-flop either. Yes, sir. Yeah, he's right about that. Clippers Live was nice last night. You got that? Clippers Live? Yep. Well done. Uh, let's see. Do, John do, Wall do. putting on a show in the second half. John Wall. Yeah, 10 points in the third quarter. Did Did he do the Dougie after he scored? I don't know. I, didn't, no, I did not see him do the Dougie at all. That's the best Dougie ever. Matt Grissom, how dare you have people on the show that don't pick winners 100% of the time? Man, are we spoiled. Thank you for that, Matt Grissom. Mark Geiger, all uh, kidding aside, the pro tip should be... <laughs> He's an attorney, by the way. He says the pro tip should have, should be a two-parter. Generally, if you're the subject of an investigation, probably best not to speak uh, to the DOJ without the presence of counsel. And two, do not lie when speaking to the DOJ. Many corollaries, too numerous to mention. Uh, thank you for that clarification. Frank from 7. We get it, Mark. We'll call you whenever we get it. Uh, not to get arrested. Whenever we have the DOJ come talk to us. Every time we step into that area, we'll be like, Mark, I need you. Frank from Seven Hills. Why, uh, he says, why are guys coming back from sucking even disgusting a comeback player of the year award? It's kind of my point. That's our Just point. It's a misnamed, misnamed thing. And there will, be, there will be voters that think that way. And Chance Copperpot. Sounds like y'all might be watching the World Cup off exit, too. Hashtag options. Hashtag World Cup 2022. He's referring to us having to drive across the border. Where are you going to find your parking lot? Your Hoover Dam parking uh, lot? I'm just going to start setting up like a food truck. Just imagine me last a couple weeks ago. Why am I speaking about this on the air? This is a brilliant idea. What's that? I don't know. You know, I'll just I'll bring some beers. Uh, oh, I see what I you're like, saying. Bidlin's brisket and beers. Boom. Yeah, yeah. Nailed it. BBB. Yeah, I'm sure the people at Hoover Dam, one of our great American <laughs> landmarks, will love having you there selling beers. Yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> I'm just here to make a wager. Paul Carr joins us once again, continuing with our World Cup preview. Let's go to Group E. You ready to go to Group E? I'm ready. I, I, this was uh, do not lie to the DOJ. That was the tip, right? <laughs> there you go, yeah. I think we've driven Carried that one it over home. from yesterday. Yeah, I think we've driven, right, I think we've driven that one home enough. Uh, all right, groupie, Spain, España, Germany, Costa Rica, and Japan. Oh, I like this one. You are going to the bottom. What's your play on Costa Rica? Yeah, Spain and Germany are the class of this group, and you know, you, I can't really choose between them. I actually think Japan is a pretty decent team that got a really tough draw. And I honestly think Costa Rica is the worst team at this tournament. They barely got through CONCACAF qualifying. Uh, they have a lot of the same players they've had for the past couple World Cups, which in this case is not good when they're in their you know 30s. Uh, so I, I have Costa Rica to get zero points in this tournament, plus 225. Uh, you, you can bet them finish bottom, but you're bet laying like minus 200 or so. Wow. So I just think, I mean, I don't need to explain too much why they lose to Spain or Germany, but Japan's a pretty good team. They, you know, 
outplayed the U.S. a month or two ago in a friendly, and the U.S. is better than Costa Rica. So, yeah, Costa Rica, no points, plus 225 or so. All right, Group F, you have a couple bets. This is Belgium, Canada, Morocco, and Croatia. What are your two bets here? Yeah, so here's my one upset, if you will. Uh, every year, somebody does not get out of the group. Some big team. You know, it was Germany four years ago uh, in 2014. Uh, what Spain didn't get out of the group. England and Italy didn't get out of the group. So I'm going with Belgium here. They're one of the top six, eight teams favored to win the title. But I just think their defense is old. They've got two 30-somethings in the back line and ready to collapse. They have plenty of attacking talent, of course. But I also think this is a tough group that is – just perfectly positioned to counterattack Belgium. All three other teams are pretty good at that. So I have Belgium out in the group stage. I got a plus 475, might be around plus 400 now, which I still think is a good shot. It's just, I think one out of five times they don't get out of this group. I think it's pretty simple. I think Croatia's good. I like Croatia to win the group. You know, they were the runner-up four years ago. They brought in enough young talent. Uh, still have some holdovers as well that I think they can make another run. So, yeah, this is my my upset team going down early, Belgium, out in the group stage. All right, so Croatia to win the group, Belgium to go out in the group stage. Plus 225, plus 475, uh, respectively, always shop around. I'm going to have so many World Cup bets, Kelly. It's not even going to be funny. I already do. It. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I made a couple of bets twice already because I didn't realize I made them once. So we're already there. <laughs> group G. Now, here's one where you don't have a bet. This is Brazil's group. Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland, Cameroon. Brazil's going to cruise here? Yeah, they've. here's one of my favorite stats. Brazil has advanced from the group stage at every World Cup since 1966. Wow. And they've won their group every World Cup since 1982. So there's no reason to think that'll change here. They're the favorite to win the tournament from a betting standpoint. Um, I don't have a good feel beyond that. A lot of people like Serbia as a sleeper. I'm not quite there. I feel like that they could just fall on their face. But Serbia, Switzerland, Cameroon wouldn't shock me, really, if any of those teams got through. All right, I want to get to the title and the golden boot, but let's, let's go to the last group, Group H. Portugal, Uruguay, Ghana, and South Korea. That's very competitive. What do you like here? Yeah, this is, this is a pretty sneaky good group, I think. Uh, I like Uruguay to win the group at plus 200. I, I don't quite understand why their number is that much worse than Portugal's. I mean, I know Portugal, you know, won Euros a few years ago. They've still got some names. they got a lot of good young attacking talent, but their manager just really doesn't unleash it. He plays more defensive style, uh, and I think that will open the door for other teams. You know, obviously, you have a smaller margin uh, for victory. Crazy things can happen. So I like Uruguay to win the group at plus 200. They also uh, still have some holdovers, but some some young guys who can – come up and make this team look pretty good. So I like Uruguay to win the group at that price. Okay, so for the whole FIFA World Cup in Qatar, by the way, we got a tweet that says, Gil, you're pronouncing it wrong. It's not Qatar. It's Qatar. Uh, I think both count. Both are, yeah. I, I don't know what the correct pronunciation is at this, this point. When uh, when FIFA awarded the World Cup, I was at ESPN and you know, doing notes. And to be completely honest, I didn't want Qatar to win because I didn't want to have to deal with this pronunciation yes. thing. So it was a whole thing all day how to pronounce it, and, you know, like, someone called the State Department, and it was, I hated it. it <laughs> someone called it's the not getting State, any better now. It's called the State Department. They'll know. Right. Uh, they were yeah, also like, know. we have no idea. Uh, for, right. the, for the whole title, then, give me a short shot, give me a middle shot, give me your long shots. Yeah, so a short shot is Argentina. I mean, the price is not great here. It's plus 550, plus 500, plus 600 most places. Um, that's That's my pick to win it all, you know, independent of the odds themselves. I just think... It's not the most talented Argentina team under Messi, but it may be the best team collectively. And they've looked real good. They're unbeaten in 35 straight games. So I like Argentina to win the title. They also have a pretty easy group. Um, I wouldn't play it below. I mean, plus 500 is getting pretty thin, but 550 or 600, it's, it's not terrible. Um, my mid shot is Germany. Paul Carr. I think, Official yeah. Paul Carr segment, Germany. You know, breaking news. It's yeah. a major tournament. And Paul has a Germany bet. So, uh, yeah, plus a thousand's not bad. The one thing to keep an eye on, Germany's in a tough group with Spain. If Germany finishes runner-up, that half of the bracket looks a lot easier to get through to the final. Obviously, you know, again, things can happen and brackets get weird, but it looks like Germany could have an easier path to the final there. And your long shots would be? Yeah, if, if you need a long shot flyer, you know, a mid-major type of team that might make a run, uh, we've touched on all these teams already, but Denmark... You know, in the plus 3,000 range, uh, Croatia is about 50 to 1, Uruguay 40 to 1 or so. Those are the teams that I would look to place a flyer on. Again, <laughs> they could get an easier bracket, half the bracket, and make a run. Uh, yeah, that's the, those are the mid-majors. We should tell Uruguay they're a mid-major. You're a mid-major. Um, yeah, they'll be like, they'll say, we got two World Cup titles yeah. and two 
Olympic gold medals. And I'll <laughs> ask how many of those have come since 1950. All right, let's do this rapid fire because we have 90 seconds. Golden yep. boot is what? Golden ball is what? Uh, golden boot is the award FIFA gives to the most goals, including tiebreakers of assists. And the golden ball is the best player, which is voted on at the end of the tournament. Okay, let's let's focus on golden boot. What is the wording stipulation we must be aware of? Books do this two different ways. One will pay for the actual golden boot winner, uh, which again, FIFA awards, and there are tiebreakers of assists and fewest minutes played. Uh, some books pay out for most goals, and then they'll split it. So if you know two people tie, you get basically half the odds back. So you bet them at 10 to 1, two people tie, you get paid out at 5 to 1 generally. So make ah. sure you know what you're, pay- what you're doing. The, and the odds will vary a little bit. So some, some will go with it who actually gets the award based on the tiebreakers of assists and, and minutes Correct. played. The other will just split on goals. Gotcha. Yep. Okay. And your picks, therefore, are for the Golden Boot. Um, yeah, I mean, it's the same rules I use for any award like this. A penalty taker on a good team. Ideally, I have some weak teams to beat up on. Uh, so I have Lionel Messi at plus 1,400, takes penalties. Argentina should make a run. Could all pick up assists if it comes to that. And if you want a longer shot, Memphis Depay, Netherlands, plus 2,900, 12 goals for Netherlands in qualifying, takes their penalties. A uh, little bit of an injury question mark with him. But those are the prices to win the actual Golden Boot. If you want them... You know, top goal scorer, you're probably looking at like Messi 10 to 1 and Depay 20 to 1, 25 to 1. So Messi and Depay. Depay at about 29 to 1 or wherever you can find Memphis Depay. Yeah, Harry Kane, the biggest PK vulture ever last World Cup. I remember it oh so well. Who did we have? We had Lukaku. Is that who we had? Yeah, he took out our guy Lukaku. Oh, man. Paul, appreciate it. Pro tip of the hour with Survivor. Uh, Don't forget with Survivor that, uh, well... If you're still alive, keep in mind, Chiefs, Niners, Dolphins, week after Thanksgiving, really easy game. So if you can save them, probably the right play. Enjoy. Lombardi Line is next from Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.